Um, okay, so this is it facing us. Let's see how this sounds. This is it. Do you like it? How, do we sound cute? We're trying some new stuff out. Of course we sound cute. Of course we sound cute, Beach. Why can't we sound cute? There's no way. It's impossible. Impossible. That we would sound anything but cute. Period, Pooh. Hey there, little birdie. Hey there, you cute little birdie. <laughs> <laughs> you cute too, girl. Thank you, honey. Um, I woke up like this. Debbie <laughs> <laughs> is out here quoting Beyonce, girl. It is a good day it's to be alive. It's a good day in the neighborhood. Come on. That's Mr. Rogers. <laughs> you imagine. Going switch from Beyonce to, to Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. That's actually, that's probably such a good way of describing our podcast. Oh my gosh. It's a mixture of Mr. Rogers and Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Are we gassing ourselves up too much? No, I think it really is. I think, well, they'll see. They'll see. We judge people based on their sass, their Beyonce sass, and they end up being Mr. Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sure you guys noticed that the title of this episode is Stop Talking All That Shit. There you go. And... Man, I think that's me calling out myself mostly. Well, I think we all do it though. Oh man, I talk we a lot all of do shit. It. We always judge each other and judge people based on everything. Minimal interactions. Yeah. And you know what? It creates a lot of anxiety for me because I'd be like, uh-uh. Like and I close myself off to love. Exactly. Absolutely. We're ready to fight. So not you, all of us. <laughs> Ready to fight? What's up? Meet me outside if you want to act like that. That's so funny. Oh my goodness. And that's the attitude I definitely had the one day me and Deppy were shopping. Yes. So. <sighs> Tell the story. Confess. So me and Deppy went shopping, right? <laughs> and we That's get not the, the confession <laughs> part. <laughs> this isn't the confession part. It gets better. So we get in the car and I know everybody can identify with this because we all get at this point where we're just like you know, hypercritical, or we just got that attitude like, I'm going to meet you with that energy, don't come over here with all that negativity, blah, blah, blah. But in the process of that, we are facilitators of energy. I mean, we're the facilitators of that negativity still growing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what was up my ass, man, but I was in a bad attitude. And so we got in the car and somehow we started talking about, um, I was telling Debbie about some interaction I had with someone and me kind of reflecting on it, right? I'm doing all this reflecting. Yeah, you were reflecting, and, and I think you even mentioned the possibility of what should we talk about in the next podcast. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I think I should, like, stop jumping to conclusions or some some craziness like some, that. Exactly. And then we roll up to Tim Horton's mm-hmm. window. Now, all of you guys know that as soon as you get in a drive through Sometimes the person that's on the speaker is not nice. It's like interpreting text messages. It is. It really is. It's, it's hard like to understand. So right. hard to understand. So, so, was, that, was that an exclamation point? Yeah. Is that a period? <laughs> like, was that an ellipsis? Like, yeah, exactly. I don't like that. So, <laughs> so we get there, and I'm like, hi, um, you know, because I put on my best customer service voice because I know drive-through jobs are hard. Mm-hmm. So I get up there and I go, hi, um, could I have a peppermint mocha or a peppermint hot chocolate? Mm-hmm. 
and we hear, what size? Girl, stop With that intonation. I got mad. I was like, first of all, bitch, it's your job to ask me what size. Stop acting like, you know. Without that tone. Yeah, so I start going off because I'm like, you just made me feel bad, right? But you didn't go off with him. I didn't go off with him. We just kind of gave each other the secret look. Yeah, the look. I didn't call him no bitch or anything. I was just like. You were behaved. So I was like. Why are you acting like that? You know, I'm going off. And then we pull up to the window. But before that, I asked for something as well, and I didn't ask for the size either. So he said something to me as well. Oh. Yeah, what size or how many? Yeah. It was one of those questions. Kind of like I should know the list of answers to give you. You know, sometimes I'm just, maybe I'm thinking about it. You know, you assuming that. Yeah. Whatever. So, so we look, kinda, I'm still mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> you need to let that go. So then look. the story we told ourselves was: first of all, this hoe is being rude. That no, the story we're telling ourselves is this person. This person isn't. Yeah, they had an attitude. They yeah, were they sassy. Were, they had an attitude. They weren't being nice to me. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't do enough to make his job easier. That's yeah, the story exactly. I started telling and myself. And it's his job to be nice. Period. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You want to play that game? I'm going to match you with that energy. So we, we mosey off. on down to the front <laughs> exactly. window and he goes, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Friendliest person ever. Friendliest person ever. He's like, I got to get you a straw. You know, like he's being super nice. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to have your iced coffee one second. Super nice. So then I just look at Debbie and I'm like, I got to stop talking shit. Man. <laughs> I got to stop talking shit. Because I was so mad about that interaction. Right. But the story doesn't stop there, little birdies. No. We make our way to Walmart. Exactly. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. We didn't learn our lesson the first time. So God said, come on. Here's that same lesson. So we, so we start looking for uh, one of those long lighters, right? Like, not the regular like lighters. the grilling, the charcoal yeah, the, lighters. The charcoal lighters. Damn, you shouldn't have said that because then everybody's going to be like, well, guess where it is. Okay, anyways. <laughs> well, we so, didn't know. <laughs> so we're looking for these big old lighters, and we find one of these workers. And, we're like, and so I'm like, again, with my best customer service voice, Hi, um, we're looking for those really long lighters, like not the small ones, the ones with like the extended arm. Do you know where we could find that? And she goes, uh, she seemed confused. She seemed definitely confused. And she goes, I think, well, everything's kind of been getting moved around. Like she's mad chill. She's like, everything's been getting moved around, but, um, I think it would be in the garden area, so maybe you should try over there. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, you just gave me a random ass aisle for me to go look because you don't know where the hell it is. So I'm going to leave you. But I was nice. I was like, thank you so much for your help. But the story I'm telling guys, the shit I'm talking oh in my, my head God. is, girl, you just wanted to get rid of us. We're never going to see you again in this big ass store. So you just sent us to the gardening And we aisle. made it such an all or nothing ju- judgment too, because we're like, these Walmart workers are all the same. No, everybody's so miserable here. Nobody <laughs> likes their job here. I should have looked on the app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, so... Then we walked to the sliding doors. Exactly where she told us to go. And guess what happened? These doors slide open. And what's the first thing we see? There's a light shining on the lighter. (laughs) 
I was like, bruh, what is wrong with me? Why am I talking all this shit? <laughs> like, oh my God. And Debbie's just, I'm feeling bad because I feel like I'm like getting in getting on your hit, energy. You know, I'm hitting you with all my negative uh-huh. energy. And I'm like, bro, she deserved better than that. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh my God, look at me just talking all that shit. And I just like, and it was so much wasted energy. Mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. just negativity and just micro yeah. like micro analyzing all these interactions when everything was moment to moment it didn't have to be kind of like a determining factor for the rest of our interaction exactly. you know or for the rest of my next five minutes right and you know what the higher power was like look at you look mm. at you talking all that i hope you're happy i hope you're happy <laughs> You know, so that that was really funny. So then, you know, the preconceived last, notions, man. Yeah, and just misinterpreting and find. Mm-hmm. I was definitely finding. I was waiting for. You know, like when you prep. Like yeah, you ready to get, fight. You ready to fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like drive-throughs always have me ready to fight. Mm-hmm. And driving in traffic always has Alejandro ready to fight. He has horrible road rage. Mm-hmm. You know, because people don't drive smart. Mm-hmm. And. You know, you got that, you, you got that, uh, what's it called? Uh, kind of that customer service on site, you know, cause you are always ready. You're like, do not jip me. Uh, is that on the, is that on the, the receipt? Um, I don't know if you took that off for me, like straight up. Cause you're ready to be like, you did not take my hard earned money from yeah, me. Exactly. May I please speak to the manager? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's kind of funny where we have certain environments where we're prepped to fight oh i know and how much we close ourselves off to it's no wonder we go to war oh swear when i think about that sometimes we're so sometimes not all the time but it just it takes so little sometimes to set us off and and to judge each judge each other and misinterpret each other and we become um, set in that view and that opinion where there's no turning back. At least we were open to learning the lesson. Yeah. But sometimes people are like, they're not willing to open the lesson. And instead of saying, wow, I judge that person, you know, that's on me. It will be like, well, good thing she's doing her job. Yeah. She is getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of seeing the lessons for you. Yeah. It's just, well, she get paid for it. She should know where it is. Yeah. Absolutely, and just getting stuck in that, like, which is what I said at Tim Hortons, where I was like, first of all, bitch, you're supposed to ask, you know, and just having that, like, aggressive way of approaching something where at the basis is, you know, what, like, human contact, like, Mm -hmm. should not be conducted that way. He's a human before he's his job title, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think often we forget that. And what we mentioned in one of the, in the Picture Perfect episode was stop interacting with people off of the responsibilities you associate them with, you know, Mm -hmm. and thinking, well, that's your job. I expect more from you. Mm -hmm. Well, so what? You know, when in reality, they're just like us. Exactly. So we, we really got to, I've really got to bring it down. Oh, we all do. Oh, yeah. And I got to stop being ready to fight. We all get set off by different things. Mm-hmm. And we forget that we're just humans. All of us are just trying to make it and oh, survive yeah. this. Absolutely. You know, and be the best version of ourselves as we can be. I mean, some people, 
Yeah, they could do better. <laughs> yeah, some people could do But no it. matter what, we're only <laughs> responsible. and Not we're just responsible for ourselves, obviously. I'm responsible for my children when they're not old enough to make their choices. But ultimately, we can just control ourselves and hopefully change our corner. And that kind of has a ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. Know? Definitely being responsible for your ripple effect mm-hmm. is really important. And you know what? I just kind of like... I want. I remember just ending even the whole entire day on such a bad note, and such a, such a crabby mood, and I just wasted hours of my day just being crabby, and being hypercritical, and just and at the end of the day just being like, did that get you anywhere? Right. It didn't get me anywhere. That's such a easy energy to get caught up in that negativity. It can it's just easy. snowball, and then you just start the, that tainted you know, lens that you start viewing, it's, it becomes an expectation Mm -hmm. where now you expect everybody to react and act in a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know, and unless you're open to saying, this is on me, there's a lesson I need to learn. Yeah. The glasses just, everything becomes blurred. Yeah. doesn't matter what anybody does. There's always going to be like, there's a, somebody's coming down the stairs. (laughs) I think it's a birthday boy. I think it is the birthday boy. Is that you birthday boy? He's trying to be really quiet, but we hear him. Oh, my gosh. Those are some chicken legs (laughs) that you're trying to show. (laughs) We're recording right now, so don't say anything inappropriate. You can say hello. Hi. Oh, God. He's trying to get hired. Get out of here. (laughs) Hi. You could make us some coffee, though, while you're at it. Here's me. Yes, please. These chanclas. Oh, (laughs) Your chunkas are a little loud. Could you keep it down, please? I know. <laughs> I was trying to. <laughs> That's the guy that she always talks about. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> That's my boyfriend. I love him. So, so we, Debbie says this thing a lot of the time, and I know Marta actually messaged us and, and said that she got this from you, is about the gate, the gate thing, the word the gate. The three gates. Yeah. Yeah, the three gates of speech. Do you want me to read them now? Yeah. Okay, so let me bring it up. So the three gates of speech are really kind of like a guideline for us when, you know, thinking about... We're about about to say something. Hell yeah. (laughs) Thinking before you speak is probably... You know, I've kind of lost that skill, but for a few years I had it under my belt. And then real world problems started to come in along. (laughs) Exactly. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Girl, no, it nope, is, don't think so. It's, you know what? Actually, I kind of what? No, because this what? will turn into a rant. Why? I did something that I thought was mature. Oh Lord! On Instagram, so there was this guy that I was following, and he makes music, and he was kind of like slut shaming in his in his Instagram his story, mm-hmm. and. He was, like, reposting this one guy from YouTube that uses a lot of harmful, like, rhetoric towards women and their sexuality and things like that. And without me going too deep into it, I messaged him and I just brought, I just talked and I made sure that I clarified that I wasn't being confrontational or anything. Mm -hmm. But I had made a point to him about his music being for people to express their sexuality, but then his next post is him slut shaming so it just kind of didn't make so sense. Contradiction, yeah. So I, I messaged him and I just tried to make a point and I don't think he agreed with me, which was fine. He just said, that's interesting. And 
you know, we kind of kept it at that. And then later on in the day, I started getting really personally offended by what he said or what he had said on his Instagram story. And instead of me thinking that I needed to argue with him about it, I just was like, I don't need this on my timeline. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to unfollow you because I can't support you. I can't like for to protect my own integrity, right? To protect my own integrity, I had to go and unfollow and make sure that it wasn't a part of the environment that I create. Instead of me just like any other time if I was crabby, I would have been confrontational and argued and fought for my rights, you know, mm -hmm. against this guy who's like trying to, you know, mansplain about other women's sexuality and, and just stuff like that. And it was just like, like you said earlier before we started the episode, you were saying... Um, Sometimes you can't argue with people who are wise who, yeah, in their own opinion. Wise in their own opinion. And mm -hmm. they're committed to not understanding. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And me, I was definitely committed to not... That's okay. My husband is dropping cans in the kitchen. I think he wants attention. But we can't give him attention right now. <laughs> so go ahead, Lisette. So... <laughs> So I just had to take my responsibility on that interaction and say, well, what's the choice you're going to make? Are you going to say things that are not kind? Exactly. And, and be confrontation and shit talk? I did have a few hours of shit talking because I was very upset. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, the choice was mine. Do you want to remain or remove? Mm. I removed. Remain or remove. That's yeah. Right. I had to move him out of my, time, my, my timeline. And that's not to say that he's a bad person, that he's... A horrible person or anything because I could bear I barely know him but I just know that that opinion was something that didn't that didn't relate to my integrity so I had to remove it mm -hmm. you know yeah right you, you felt strongly about it yeah which mm -hmm. you know I didn't say anything that was harmful or right untruthful but I think the the so, gates are very helpful exactly so I'm going to read um the three gates right now at the first gate we ask ourselves are these words true? If so, let them pass on. If not, back they go. Okay? Once again, are these words true before you speak? Mm. Okay? At the second gate, we ask, are they necessary? They, our words, may be true, but it doesn't follow that they have to be uttered. Mm. They must serve some meaningful purpose. Do they clarify the situation or help someone? Or do they strike a discordant or irrelevant note? Not every truth needs to be told, man. Just like Bobby used to always tell us. Mm. Not every truth is apt to be told at all times. Mm. He used to always tell us that. At the last gate, are they kind? If we still feel we must speak out, we need to choose words that will be supportive and loving, not words that embarrass or wound another person. All of us understand that blows can do what blows can do to someone, but we do not realize that words can create a more painful injury, one that can last for many years. Nor do we understand the terribly destructive impact words can have on the consciousness of the person who uses them. Mm. So it's not Damn. only the other person. It's on ourselves. Wow. The hurt is for both of us. Yeah. You know, and, you know, that one, I think 
the strength of it, obviously, of saying, are they kind? Is that you're measuring, you're filtering what you're about to say. Yeah. And sometimes we choose silence because we're not sure. This happens to me. I'll choose silence because I don't want to rock the boat. Mm -hmm. And that's my way of being kind. But then I like what he says here, or she, I'm not sure who wrote this, but says, if we still feel we must speak out, we need to choose words that will be supportive and loving, not words that embarrass or wound another person. And that's what I need to work on. How can I say this in a situation that feels volatile Mm -hmm. and is causing me to feel anxious and upset? How can I move that conversation forward, be supportive and loving without causing embarrassment or further wounding the situation or the person. Which is hard sometimes because when people set a precedent for how they're talking to you, right, obviously bypassing boundaries of respect Mm -hmm. and just kind of talking to you any kind of way, the immediate reaction sometimes is, well, I'm going to react that way. Mm -hmm. When in reality, um, that's that's really fueled by... That's really fueled by ego, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want Ultimately, to be embarrassed yes. and and that's okay and and get uh, to say it in a colorful language is get bitched in front of everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want I don't my that doesn't satisfy my ego. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know us being like okay, obviously this person wasn't mature enough to look at these gates, right? I wasn't mature enough to go through these gates. Um, while talking to the guy at Tim Hortons mm-hmm. or even talking about the woman, you know, talking about the woman at Walmart when in reality I was just hurting myself. I was running on empty. I was literally just, literally I was a gas tank and all of those interactions just poured my gas on the floor. How much does gas cost? A lot. A lot. <laughs> and guess what? I poured it all everywhere else where, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the night, that shit got set on fire. Mm-hmm. And I cried and had a little breakdown. Right. You know, whatever. That's all right. You need to reset. Through. You need to reset. I needed to reset, man. Yeah, that's what I call it. You need to reset. Hello, reset time. I need that. I need that resting time. Yeah, because we're just we're we're tired. We're yeah. tired. We're running on empty. We're peopled out. The other way around, sweetie. I have the mom cup today. Yeah, we're getting Thank our you. coffee. Yeah. This is round two. Yeah. Oh my god, we're about to be ready freaking to clink? out. Ready? I clink know. with us. There you yeah. go. This is a full cup, so it's a little clink. Wow, this is really hot. You must have reheated in the microwave. I love that. Yeah. So is it true? Is it necessary? And is it kind? Those are the three gates. Is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? Yeah. Share with us how you're going to utilize that this mm-hmm. week or a story where you did utilize that. I'm definitely going to have that really present. Not that it's new to me or to Lisette. We know this. Yeah. And um, my father used to preach, not preach, I don't like saying the word preach because that has a negative connotation, but he taught us this. He lived by this. Not to say he was perfect because he wasn't. He was a pain in my butt too. <laughs> but um, he was a good man. He had good, he taught us good things. And I really want to work on when it is necessary when the answer is, yes, it's true, yes, it's necessary, how can I do it in a kind way without furthering pain or damaging the relationship? Because that's oh. where my fear comes. You, you know what I struggle with? I think doing the kind part is easy for me because I always, 
it sounds bad, but it's actually, it's pretty much a skill. I don't sugarcoat everything, but when I'm trying to communicate about tough feelings, I definitely sugarcoat, right? So I think the kind part is easy for me. I think sometimes, is it true I struggle, I struggle with? Yeah. Because I start getting wise in my own opinions, which I notice about myself. And okay, I don't think I'm always biased, but even with me and Alejandro, we were having a debate about Othello, right? We're just having a debate about Othello. And Alejandro goes, in the middle of the debate, Alejandro goes, honey, like you're really passionate right now and you're like yelling at me. And it was because I was... So you sound angry. Yeah. Right? So it I sounds like you're arguing. 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 So Alejandro's like, you know, like you're really arguing with me about like this topic when we're not supposed to be arguing. We're just going back, back and forth. We're having a discussion. So like in the process, I wasn't being kind, right? But I was mm-hmm. so... I was like, I know that what my opinion is true. Yeah. I know it's true. Girl, that makes me think you were being triggered. Girl, so I think something I, where you so haven't been listened to or heard in the past, ooh. it was coming out there. And you know what? Mm-hmm. We've me and Alejandro have had multiple of those where mm-hmm. I'm just like, you don't think what I'm saying is true? I'm smart. I'm smart. Yeah. But in reality, he wasn't telling me I was stupid. No, he wasn't. But that was your own judgment of the yeah. situation. Those, was, that was a lens that you had on, yeah. which then tells me that, oh, we talked about this the last time, where you struggle with, am I smart? Am I intelligent? Yeah. So then it plays mean. into, you're telling me I'm not smart. That's why you're not validating what I have to say. So then I have to get louder so you can hear me. Absolutely. I have to be adamant. I have to be passionate so you yeah. can hear what I'm saying yeah. and you take me serious. When in- and when in reality that response isn't true. No, it's your own issue. It's not yeah. his issue. Yeah. And that reminds me of something Nicole told us when she was here, when she said, anytime anybody's having a reaction, which I knew, because Rhonda always talks to me about this, and when you have a strong reaction to a situation, it most likely is tied into a trigger from the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. it's always like, okay, stop. Wait a minute. This emotion is way too strong. What am I reacting to? Because it's not to the current situation. Yeah. I'm bringing some baggage to this response. For real. So, girl, let me get them gates up. Exactly. Me, what are the gates? Is it true? Is, is it, it necessary? necessary? And is, is it, it kind? kind? Yeah. So I'm definitely going to work on this. It's going to be a challenge. I, I am a kind person. I do believe I'm a kind person. I abide by that philosophy is be kind. One of my favorite sayings is, is um, kindness is free. Sprinkle that shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So that's my philosophy. It's like kindness is free, man. Sprinkle it everywhere. You know? I but love that. My fear is always rocking the boat. Yeah. And having conflict and losing people that I love mm-hmm. because of something silly. So then I choose to be silent, but then silence is just it's an uh an apparent silence, physical silence, but it's not silence inside of my being. Oh hell no. I hear the record playing inside of my being, in my inner being, and then what happens? It festers and it becomes yeah. um, resentment. Oh, yeah. So that's what I really want to hold myself accountable to that, about how can I be kind in this situation and not fear speaking the truth yeah. when it is necessary. Especially like with, oh, I said this last episode too, like I... I do very poorly sometimes with group projects Mm -hmm. because I'm so wise in my own opinions, you know? Mm. So I think I can do everything. 
And I would prefer to do everything on my own because mm-hmm. I'm impatient and I'm perfect. Okay, that's what I am. I don't you know. I'm tired. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care what anybody says. I'm perfect. SETI is perfect. We all know that's not true, but <laughs> I would like to believe so sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I noticed that, like, even me going into Othello rehearsals, right, where we're a big cast, I'm already preparing myself to, okay, in this in this experience, right, a lot of people might not be on the same page. One, that's not in your control. Two, you're responsible for the energy that you bring into that room. Absolutely. And what are you going to do when you have to react to things that may bypass your boundaries? You know, that may, some people mm-hmm. don't understand what your boundaries are because it's your their first interaction with you and you don't know what their boundaries are. So how are you going to communicate? How are you going to be the best communicator in this sense? Girl, you got to bring out those three, the three gates, the Girl, three I gotta, gates. I got on a flashcard in front of you. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to make one and you guys can save it as your screen star- saver. Come yes. on. I'm going to do it. Do it. Do it. This got to be. Hmm, I have ideas. I have thoughts. We'll share them. We'll figure it out. We definitely will. We always share everything with you. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, you guys. So that's that's pretty much our episode. Yeah. And we wanted to leave you guys with something cool today, right? So I know last, uh, what was it, episode 10 or 11, we started you off with Amber Wagner from Instagram, you yeah. know, telling you to get off your ass and shit. <laughs> and then now, today, we're going to leave you off with a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. And the guided meditation is going to be from Ram Das, mm-hmm. and it's going to be the Just Like Me meditation. And this meditation is really to, it's kind of like created so that you can keep your compassion going. And it's kind of, you can use it in... Uh, you can apply it also with the three gates. Is it kind? Is it uh, is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? Right. But this is kind of like when you are at the drive-thru and they're asking you, well, what size? And you know what? You might need to put yourself in the meditation of the just like me. So um, we're going to leave you guys off with that. Yes. And this is a pretty short episode. I'm happy. That we get, we're in there. We're effective. We're ooh. That's right. It's a short one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Some good stuff. I mean, is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? That's 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 heavy right there. Come on. That's about human interaction. Straight up. Keeping it positive. Keeping it moving Mm -hmm. and evolving with each other in our relationships. Come on. Conflict resolution, which is no fun. But we got the three gates. We're going to work on those three gates this week for sure. Hell yeah. So Mm -hmm. thanks for joining us, little birdie. Yes, thank you so much. And enjoy the meditation. Let's do it. You want to start out, Sadie? Oh, I'm so sorry. Will we clinking? She left me hanging for the clink. I'm sorry. We're going to clink again. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Clink. person in front of you, a fellow human being, just like you. Now silently repeat these phrases while looking at your partner. This person has a body and a mind, just like me. This person has feelings, emotions, and thoughts, just like me. This person has, in his or her life, experienced physical and emotional pain 
and suffering just like me. This person has at some point been sad, disappointed, angry, or hurt just like me. This person has felt unworthy or inadequate just like me. This person worries and is frightened sometimes just like me. This person has longed for friendship just like me. This person is learning about life just like me. This person wants to be caring and kind to others just like me. This person wants to be content with what life has given just like me. This person wishes to be free from pain and suffering just like me. This person wishes to be safe and healthy just like me. This person wishes to be happy just like me. This person wishes to be loved just like me. Now, allow some wishes for well-being to arise. I wish that this person have the strength, resources, and social support to navigate the difficulties in life with ease. I wish that this person be free from pain and suffering. I wish that this person be peaceful and happy. I wish that this person be loved. Because this person is a fellow human being.